everybody welcome back i am joe the widget and i am joined by my fellow hosts that are well pretty much the stars of the show mr rook what's up everybody it's been a nerdy week and let's get nerdy and we have archon hey everybody been looking really forward to this episode so let's get into it this is a non-guest host sorry to disappoint <laughs> it's just the three of us but we have a lot to talk about tonight a lot um but i want to remind everybody to go to our discord discord.gg forward slash raw podcast to uh well talk to everyone like-minded in the nerd world and you know check out what's going on with the shows and stuff like that yeah if you ever feel like you could talk to us too every <laughs> now and then i mean just saying nobody likes talking to us it's all about the other fans Right? Everyone else. Oh, yeah. Those guys? Pfft. Those chats go crazy <laughs> sometimes. <laughs> All right. So we got a, a big discussion going on tonight. We've talked about it last episode, how we have these topics we're going we're gonna to hit over the next, like, five to ten episodes, depending on how many we do. But tonight we are talking about movie adaptations of video games. So there's a lot in that. And there's a lot of movies, way more than I expected. The guys put the list together, and I'm like, well, that's about uh, double what I expected. That's actually not all of them. We left no, out. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, true. We left out quite a few. <laughs> so before, there's, I was just gonna say, there's some that like we hadn't even seen, so we're like, ah, oh, we can't really put it in there if we haven't even seen it. But there's some pretty obscure ones out there. And before we even get into that, though, let's talk about our weeks. What have you guys been up to? Well, my week hasn't been too nerdy. Um, I spent most most of my nerdiness came from building my D&D character for uh, my continuation of my weekend. I decided to go with a level 10 gunslinger, uh, which is the homebrew class from uh, Matt Mercer. And then level 3 artificer. He came from the future, but I had to pick how he knows magic. So I chose the Shadowrun universe as the future he came from, since magic exists there. So it's been a lot of role play and my character being scared of everybody and not knowing his way around the land. It's been an interesting role playing session. That's Fence. the whole point of D and D, though, is to have that role play. Yeah, <laughs> no, is. you literally just said my week hasn't been that nerdy, and then said the nerdiest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> True. And then uh, me and Venus uh, in our Discord had a discussion about Dragonlance. And uh, you mean you took over books. a certain channel with nothing but Dragonlance, <laughs> right? And, and, and told me specifically to stay out so that I didn't get any spoilers in case I wanted to won't read the books later. Yeah. Like so what they're talking about is uh, Venus brought up Larry Elmore's art that he used for Dragonlance and how well it captures the novels scenes. And I ran with it. I just posted all the pictures I thought fit the scenes really well of different things and she did too and then it, we just took over our nerd our nerd pictures channel but uh For we also had <laughs> yeah but we also had uh other conversations elsewhere about Dragonlance, and it was actually pretty cool to actually find somebody like-minded with that um i decided to finally run boulders gate 3 solo instead of waiting until me and widget hung out to actually play the game uh i decided to play a dragonborn monk and uh, that monk is overpowered. <laughs> I found that out the hard way. There's a lot uh, of these sites. Me and um, I forgot who I was with. We we're checking out websites about where they, they power rank the different classes. And monk was always like a B class, right? Mm-hmm. Which is BS. Those sites uh, were wrong completely. 
Fifth edition, they they made the monk more of a useful class. It was in third edition, wasn't one of the best classes you could get, so a lot of people avoided it. Um, yeah, and they were like paladin was an S class or S tier, and all these different sites. No, 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 no. My druid, what they put as a B tier as well all the time, and most of those sites, way more powerful. Oh yeah, I think they did all the other classes outside of your primary ranger, rogue, cleric, and paladin and fighter classes. They did a good job making all the others more playable and more liked. What I think it okay. is is that they actually did a great job of balancing the game. Mm-hmm. And it's all based on how you play the character. So yep. it's objective. And, and to be fair, neither one of you guys are very high yet. And most of those rankings are based on, like, once you get up near it's the also, top. also, again, it's objective. It's how you play your character. Because there's multiple different ways, multiple different ways you can spec through it. So just generalizing it under one tier is not... I, I wouldn't I recommend it. Like today, me and, me and Widget were running uh, one of the... Uh, running the Goblins encampment. And we pulled two of the main bosses and their lackeys, and we thought we were going to lose, and we so, actually played yeah. it just right. In the goblin camp, there's three main main goblin bosses or chiefs that you have to deal with. You can or can't. You can choose with the goblins, side of the goblins, if you want. But we won. Me and Rook always are those good guy players all the time. Mm-hmm. So we wanted to save the the uh, druids and. Well, there's one of the three bosses that only has a couple lackeys, and she's pretty easy to kill. So we found a way over a wall to get to her. Killed her pretty quick and her lackeys by, you know, toppling the bridge underneath her. But then we went around the corner and somehow aggroed all the way around some weird corner. They sloughed like through some tiny hole in the wall. The main goblin boss, with all his mm-hmm. multiple minions, there's probably about 10 or 12 in there. They come running in, and halfway through that fight, we're hanging on by a thread, killing these guys. The other room, with the other goblin boss, has another 10 or 12 of them aggroed. Mm-hmm. No idea how. It made no sense. But we had it about 20 or so, or 22, something like that, goblins after us. And that fight lasted us an hour. Yeah, and we somehow pulled through it. And we, we won. We- <laughs> One party member of the party dropped and got brought back up with a healing word. And after that, nobody dropped. <laughs> so that was our epic moment. I mean, me and my son, we wiped through it, but we didn't aggro multiple groups like that. We powered through it, but not like that. That was the biggest D&D fight I've ever seen. Oh, yeah, it was fun, though. But uh, that was pretty much, including that, was my uh, week in ner- uh, Nerdum. Um, although I do need to get my uh, a copy of The Gamers again. I miss watching that. It is a web series. Um, look it up. It's actually pretty cool. It's about people playing D and uh, was it D and D? Yeah, it was D and D. And then it's then it transitions over to their characters in the game while playing in the game. So it's actually pretty cool. All right. I might look it up. So I bought yeah. the first season of King of the Nerds. I'm, I'm going first for a reason because yeah, my, you should. mine ties in with Archon. I bought the first season of King of the Nerds. It was a TV show, for those who don't know, it was a reality TV competition where they took 12 nerds, or thir- 11, put them in a big house they called Nirvana, and Curtis Armstrong, who plays Booger, on Revenge of the Nerds and his counterpart who was also on that show or that movie I don't remember his name but they are like the two main hosts and they did a series of competitions to knock out 
players as they continue on until there's only one left and they're crowned king of the nerd. Um, some of those people on that series were excruciatingly annoying. I forgot how much until I watched it. My son and I watched all three seasons and we're so heartbroken when they when they canceled it. And I didn't realize, I, I forgot how cheesy that show was and how much they put way too much of that typical rally TV of drama inner bickering and stuff like that but I know the person who won it I've met her personally I've talked to her a few times really cool person she's a pro gamer awesome yeah it, I may not buy the other two seasons because I forgot how, how bad it was oh yeah I remember that show now because it has what's his name uh, Curtis Armstrong now that I saw a picture of him I'm like I've seen it I remember yeah. it now I opened up my MMORPG Minecraft server. It's a server that I developed many years ago where I, I kind of recoded the way certain things in Minecraft work. And only on a, There's two different sides of Minecraft. There's a front end and back end. Back end is server controlled and front end is everything that the player controls and is installed in their computer. So I was able to modify the back end. So I could do things that like um, I added NPCs, I added quests to those NPCs, I added events, I added dungeons with actual loot drops, random loot drops, bosses, random spawn, the list goes on. It's like an MMORPG. I can't do anything on the front end, so anything visual that the players see, like I can't change items visually or add new items to the game, but everything I could change in the background, I did. And I was so excited to have it open up. And one thing I realized early on when I went back in that server is how bad my design was on some of like the towns and stuff like that how plain and boring so I recruited Archon over here to fix that problem because he's a whole lot better at that than I am but yeah that's yeah. my week well uh yeah I mean I, I played a little uh, Diablo 4 obviously I'm, I'm just about to level 100 now um, I did finally run some of those new uber bosses that they added into the game that have like guaranteed unique drops um it's actually really cool because you can target farm some of those items that you couldn't hardly find before and they're actually pretty easy to to, to target farm now um so i uh, i mean i had a little fun with that but then widget went and opened that mmo server <laughs> and i'm i'm a minecraft junkie so as soon as i get into minecraft nothing else exists um <laughs> i haven't even been able to play starfield yet this week because of this server um so far i've just been checking out his server seeing how everything works seeing how the game runs seeing how you know what all the different places are and things like that um but yeah i'm gonna i, I told him i'd help him with some of the aesthetics I'd like to say i'm pretty good at making things look nice um so i'm gonna pretty up all the cities for him and and maybe even help him build a couple new ones a couple new quest hubs and stuff like that because we really want to get this server up and going with more people on it so that we can you know get some like true true beta tests going on and get you know yeah. get a bunch of people in and 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 really actually have a lot of fun with it so um I, it's probably gonna be a while before it's like fully fully like there but like in the meantime you know it's just like a big beta test and it's gonna be a lot of fun so. i have the server up and running but it's a very limited quantity at the moment so we're allowing a max of 20 players on there. The information is up on our discord. If you want to check it out and test it for us, that's awesome. But again, only 20 people are going to be permitted at the moment. But as we get things more opened up and the game back up to where it needs to be, we'll open it up bigger if there's interest. Yeah, for sure. It's going to be a lot of fun. 
I'm gonna show Argon oh, how to build quests and bosses and all that good stuff. Don't ask me to build anything in that game. I have. No, we're not. I, don't I haven't. have the attention span yeah, to do that. <laughs> you you can come play if you want, but yeah, we're not gonna have you build anything. Because if you notice, all my stuff, including when I did research papers in college, was done last minute. So you could play that game completely without building a single thing. For mm-hmm. yeah, probably. I've been hours playing it for days and I haven't built a single thing. Well, I mean, I I, I kind of made a little hovel where I store my stuff, but other than that, I haven't made anything. It's pretty cool though. But I mean, there's like different character classes you can level up and stuff like that. And once you level them up, you can make master classes and. It's it's pretty in depth. It's it's pretty fun. I enjoyed a lot. Played I played when I first met Widget. I played uh, on that server a couple of times. I actually did enjoy it. It's just Minecraft's not my uh, go-to gaming of choice. Did I open that one up or was that a different one? I thought it was. I only knew of one MMORPG you had a Minecraft server you had. I might have opened up temporarily. You yeah. opened it up so I mean you could run on it and you could show it to me because you were excited about it. All right. Well, I might have. Yeah. Unfortunately, it's it's mostly text based because it's all back end stuff. So you just type in stuff like that. But the spells, when you bind them to your equipment, they work. They're visual and the whole nine yards and abilities Pretty and all fun. that good stuff. All right. I've really been enjoying it. So. Anything else you want to talk about before we get into the big the topic of the no, day? No, no, no. Ar- Archon's week. That was my week. That was your week. Yeah. Okay. I just played Diablo a little bit, and and then I've been on that Minecraft server. Just, but yeah, I'm ready to get into the meat and potatoes. Let's do it. <laughs> meat and potatoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's going movie up. adaptations of video games. So we have a long list here. We're gonna talk about them, give them a yes or no, if, where they screwed up, where they went right, and get yeah, as many as we can. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna start with the newest one first. Right. Well, well, I mean, since we're going to talk about that one, we might as well talk about both of them, okay? Because there's both two of them. Yes. Uh, the newest one. Oh, is you're Fra- talking Five the Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. yeah. Five Nights at Freddy's. That's released what I'm talking two about. Two days ago. Yeah, just got released. Um, Rotten Tomatoes destroyed it. Absolutely yeah. destroyed. It gave it a 26, percent but it is yeah. getting an 89 percent audience score, which. I usually prefer to go by that than the critic scores because the critics oh, yeah. lately it seems like the critics want to give things bad reviews. It, yeah. I've noticed if the fans like it, the critics hate it. If the critics love it, the fans hate it. Because the critics I, are morons. Uh, yeah, there's yeah. a couple other ones on this list too that the the critics just absolutely destroyed it, but the fans love it. It's like how uh, I don't know. So my biggest thing about this game or this movie is based on the previews and stuff. I haven't seen this movie. It looks like it's got a lot of the similar looks like you're in the video game. Um, But I wouldn't know. I have let me caveat that by saying I have not seen this movie. Um, But the coolest thing is if they can break 20 million dollars, that's what their budget was. I'm guessing 100 million would give them profit. Yeah, Yeah. maybe it depends. I mean, small, small budget. I uh, also have not seen this one yet. It's on the list only because it's brand new and it's in the news. And I have not also seen this movie yet. I also don't murder me. Have never played any of the Five Five Nights at Freddy's games, so I don't know much about it. The only reason I have is my daughter was a huge fan growing up, and of course I had to try it for her sake. I am not a fan of horror myself. I don't care for it. Oh, I like it. I've played one. I've played. 
I've played Resident Evil. I've played those. Fear was really the only one I played all the way through. Um, I've played all, most of all the Resident Evils. I mean, that's not what I'm saying. Like, horror movies are not my, my shtick. Yeah. Horror games, horror movies. I prefer more action, adventure than those. It's not my movie. I, not my cup of tea, I would, I would see. But if someone like my daughter wanted to see it with me, then yeah, I would see it. That would be the only circumstances. So, I guess if you've seen it, write into the show. Let us know how it is. Because none of us have seen it yet. So we'd, we'd like to know. Now the next one on the list is Super Mario Brothers, the new one. I know that the old yeah. one, one of the, <laughs> arguably the worst, one, one of the, the worst movies ever made. Not just one video game movies, but one of the worst movies ever made. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's terribly bad. Uh, the old one especially is 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 man. How, why the new, they, one? the new one I loved. I love. I'll, I'll say that right now. I love the new one. Mm-hmm. I went into it kind of cautiously but when I heard Jack Black was going to be Bowser I'm like I, I'm on board let's princess, do it princess 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 <laughs> peaches, peaches 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 that's what it was yeah <laughs> yeah but uh yeah the old one like oh man they, they couldn't have done they it they didn't more do wrong. anything wrong yeah they did everything wrong none of it was correct I mean they got the colors of the marble that was correct and that was about the extent of it they gave yeah. them some weird super boots or something, but like the Goombas. The Goombas are supposed to have big heads and little bodies. They made them have big bodies and little heads. Humanoid like, bodies what? with little like, heads. What is what is going on? And I forgot what Yoshi was, but it wasn't Yoshi. No, yeah. Bowser was big. terrible. Mm-hmm. Trying to wow. make Super Mario Brothers into a live action was a failure. That, yeah, they that did it. They approached it the entire wrong way. Yeah. It was a pure, pure 80s movie to the core, and it was done so bad. For an 80s movie, it was extremely horrible. Yeah. It was by far... It's by far the number one worst video game adaptation movie I've ever seen, in my opinion. Agreed. The the original came out in 93, by the way. It it had that 80s feel. And it was still horrible for an 80s movie, and it came out in the 90s. (laughs) It was terrible. um, The new one, on the other hand really gives me hope and it makes me really 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 hope that they continue this trend and make a Zelda movie I want a Zelda movie I've wanted a Zelda movie for so long and they always do Mario but they never do Zelda Uh, Mr. Uh, Zelda Zelda. fan over here I'm not a big Nintendo fan and that's that's well known but I really enjoyed the new Super Mario Bros. movie and I love Yoshi like on my desk right now I have Yoshi in a cart (laughs) <laughs> one of my collectibles of him Mario Kart and uh which I stole from my sister during my niece's birthday which she laughed and gave it to me anyway there was only what maybe 10 seconds of screen time of Yoshi in that movie he'll be if when they make the second one he'll be more predominant I think but side note the new Super Mario Wonder game Yoshi by far the worst character I absolutely hate him anybody who plays Yoshi with me in that game I hate you <laughs> really <laughs> Oh, he's so annoying because he's the old... Okay, so it they made it different from the old Mario games, or like the old Super Mario Brothers games where you can knock each other around and punch each other and make each other fall in ditches and stuff. You can't do that. You can't interact with any of the other characters except Yoshi. You can jump on his back, and it seems like every time you're trying to do something, suddenly you're on Yoshi's back and you can't control your character anymore until you jump off, and it's like, ugh. Mm. So annoying. Anyway, back to the list. 
So, um, I kind of lost track of like what's new and what's not, but uh, let's just go into order. Mortal Kombat, oh, I'd say, is pretty fairly new. The, the there new is a new one. Mortal Kombat. Yeah, the new Mortal is Kombat. Actually, I I loved that adapta- that adaptation of the game. Um, it actually followed most of the stories fairly well. Now, Mortal Kombat one and two from the nineties. While one, one wasn't was, bad. It wasn't bad, but it wasn't a good overall movie or good adaptation. Two yeah, was a complete was, joke. One was one was very campy and, and not that great. Two was a dumpster fire. Yeah, one. I don't, I don't even think two took itself seriously. The no, cinematography said, was terrible. The acting was terrible. The story so was terrible. One, they left out a lot of the major stories that the new Mortal Kombat actually filled in on. Especially, like, everybody was hoping to see that dynamic between Scorpion and Sub-Zero, and you got this really short fight yeah. with Sub-Zero. But the new one, it's that's a big dynamic of the movie. Yeah. The only thing about the new one I didn't really care for is that the main character was just some random Joe Schmo that wasn't in any of the games and made no sense. The rest of the characters mm. made sense. Yeah. Like they could have made picked any one of the characters and made the movie focus on them, but instead they just added in some random guy who well, like, like the suddenly actual, got some weird armor. The main character of the actual Mortal Kombat, at least the first game, was Liu Kang. Yeah, Liu Kang was so. the. Pre- so why not have him be the main character? Right. Well, in a way, they did follow those stories, though. They just did it from a third-person point of view. Yeah, um, yeah, it was kind of strange. So I got to ask you, Widget, uh, what did you think of Max Payne, the video game? Or the movie, I mean. Uh, I wasn't done talking about Mortal Kombat, man. I didn't really want to talk about Max Payne. We'll get there. <laughs> we'll get there. I'm an actual real-life martial arts martial arts master. I have five black belts. And um, so I'm very, very, very critical about martial arts in movies. And yes, it was over the top and stupid in Mortal Kombat, but I still loved it. And the fight between Scorpion and Sub-Zero was my favorite fighting scene of almost any movie. In the it new was, one? It was, it was new done one. really well. Mm-hmm. In the new one, yeah. Completely badass. Well, the new one actually looked like... Uh, they did the chore- choreography good enough that it actually looked like real fighting, unlike the first one where you could tell it was a choreographed fight. Yeah. Right. And you can tell they, everything was choreographed in the first movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're always... Uh, don't get me started on Hollywood foo. It's terrible. But, yeah. uh, all right, so let's talk about Max Payne since Rook's so excited for it. Go ahead, man. I just really want to talk about it. I want your opinion of it. I never saw it. Really? Yep. I saw uh, it, and there was one good thing about the entire movie, <laughs> and that was that it had Mark Wahlberg in it. Other than that, I actually kind of liked that movie, all right? It I was saw like, how bad the rate reviews and ratings and that thing was, and I said, nope. Like I said, I stopped going by reviews because I found out I don't agree with half the fans out there on what they think of movies. <laughs> that, when, movie, that movie reminded me of the Hollywood studio was like, you know what? Let's make a movie that's like Punisher, but terrible. Let's make mm-hmm. a video mm-hmm. game that's like Punisher, but terrible. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but based and on that was Max Payne. But... <laughs> There's a movie it, in here that you guys are probably going to disagree with me with. I don't know if you will or not. Which one? There's a really, lot of movies really, on this list. That I really, really liked. Um, and a lot of people did not. That was The Prince of Persia. Oh, I love I'll be that honest. Movie. I haven't seen it. 
Not or if I did, I don't remember it. You haven't you seen it? You were doing yourself a, a disservice, <laughs> my, my friend. That one I actually did really enjoy. It got, it got Dean because it really doesn't follow the game so much, but it was on its own a very good movie. I really enjoyed it. And that girl who played in there, I can't remember her name, total smoke show. <laughs> well, if you if you look at our list, there's several of the games on here that don't follow the mo- the games. Yeah. Yeah, they're, yeah, yeah, they're basically the game in title, and that's about it. Well, some of them they are take the premise and the they go con- with that. Yeah, the premise and the concept, and they run with it. But some honestly, you- some games like Angry Birds. Come on, really? How are you going to make a, a movie about that from if you're using the core mechanics of the game? You really can't. Right. But some movies or some of them they could have, like for instance. Prince of Persia, they could have followed the story of Prince of Persia. They could have. Tomb Raider, they could have followed the story of one of the games, but they didn't. Uncharted, that's another one that's on the list. Could have followed it, but they didn't. But they they still worked. Like Uncharted, I thought that was a fabulous movie. Games like Uncharted and Tomb Raider have a premise of archaeology and doing that kind of stuff, which you can make any story based off of those. Yeah, but why not base it off the game? Because that's what you're doing. You're adapting it from the game, so why not make it based off one of the stories of the game? Especially Uncharted, because the stories in Uncharted are so good. Because I've already played the video game, and I've beat the video game, so I know that story. Why do I want to watch that story? That's my thought on it. To see it live. Mm -hmm. That's that's the same same, same kind of thought process as, oh, they're adapting a movie from a book, so we should change the, the, the movie... To not be like the book because we've already read the book. No, people want it to be like the book. So the difference with that, in my opinion, is that books give you a description and you got to picture it in your head. Live action movies, you actually get to see what the, in many cases, what the author actually pictured the things as and tried to describe them versus a video game where I already see what the artist was trying to go with. I've already played the entire story. I I got to per- do those actions in the game-ish. Now I'm just sitting here. Why am I going to watch a movie that's 100% based on a game? That's true. I mean, they, they change. They're all changed slightly. Oh, mean, you have to. Limitations. You have to just, yeah, and also the fact that game mechanics don't translate well to movies. I mean, right. I'm not going to sit here and watch a movie and press A on a controller and make the character jump. <laughs> that's true. Um, another uh, another set of movies that's kind of a yin and yang. One's terrible, one's good. Final Fantasy The Spirits Within and Final Fantasy Advent Children. So, one was a very good, very, very good movie. The other one was Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. So here's my, here's I my take on it. I didn't for either of them. You Final didn't like Fantasy- Advent Children? No, no. Advent no. Children is where I realized they could have just taken Final Fantasy VII and redid the graphics and made it an epic vision. Yeah, I'm 100 percent on that. Advent Children. If you got rid of the Final Fantasy title for Advent Children, it wasn't a horrible movie. But the fact they tried tying it in with Final Fantasy killed the movie. Oh, dude, I love that movie. I'm not Advent opposite. Children. Sorry. Um, Spirits 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 Oh yeah, Spirits Spirits was garbage. It was smoking. It's smoking garbage. But Advent Child it wasn't was that bad. It was watchable for me. I did enjoy it. I think I watched it with my son. I don't know for well, sure. Actually, I actually felt like I was watching a Final Fantasy story with Advent Children. That's true. Yeah. I'll give you that. It was good. Still, they actually did a Final Fantasy VII movie and split it, or like even into a TV show. I would go crazy about it if they didn't change the story and they kept the story. 
Yeah, but except no. nowadays, if they did that, it would probably be based off the remake and not the original. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately. And you would hate that. Yep. If they made it off of the original, I would love it. See, like... Uh, Don't mess with protection. They got it either way. They made that new Halo TV series, and I know we're going off topic for a minute, but... No, that's fine. There's no such thing as off topic on this show, man. Go for it. <laughs> they made the Halo TV series, which deviates from story hardcore. but And it was originally announced it was going to be in its own universe. I don't like it. Uh, I loved I it. Don't, I don't like the fact Never that they went it. out of the original series and they made major characters changed a lot. And to me, I just, I don't, they changed the story so much. I don't like it. I'm one of the few that doesn't like the Halo games. And so I went into it as in thinking like it, not even basing it off of the series at all, the games. And when I did that, the show was very, very good as a sci-fi show. There's a web series that was turned into a movie on Netflix when they combined everything called Halo Fall of Reach or Halo Halo Forward Unto Dawn. I like that one. It shows that you can make a movie in the Halo universe not about the Master Chief and have the Master Chief show up. So their biggest issue when they when people were asking why they don't make a Halo movie was because the helmets characters and helmets people can't identify with. Which is a cop-out, in my opinion. Yeah. I have a theory. I want you guys to thought on this, because I was thinking about this before the show today. Because I, I've noticed that a lot more video game to TV show is a lot better and more successful than movies. And my theory is, is that they have more time and ability to put this, the more of the story into a show on a sequential show than they do for a movie. In a movie, they have to cut so much out, make it more dynamic and well, visual. Yeah, I mean, you're... So You're looking at like a 40 hour game cut down into an hour and a half, two hour movie. That's my thought. So when you got, when they convert them into a show, like The Witcher, for instance, oh. it translates extremely well because they, they're able to space it out. Because you've got what, mm-hmm. seven, eight hours of, of screen time in that first season and it works. But when you try to yeah. con- con- condense it into an hour and a half, two hour movie, it just doesn't because they have to cut too much out and they add in their own little garbage to fill in the gaps that they cut and it just doesn't work. That's a or, lot of times that's rushing the same stories. As, a lot of times that's the same with when taking a book and adapting it. it. It's better if you make it into either a miniseries or a show because you can tell more of that story. If anyone ever comes up to me and says, hey, we want to do a, a movie or about your, your books, I would say, well, yes, of course. But then I would uh, I start begging him to make it into a TV show instead. Yeah, do a TV show instead. Yeah, I, that's that's one thing. That's one thing I do like about modern day streaming is the fact that they've been going into TV series instead of movies. Halo, if they were to, ch- if they were to take the... F- books or the video games and cram them into a movie you would lose a lot of context and a lot of war that's why i like forward unto dawn because it's a whole other character you have to know some of the backstory to really get what's going on with forward unto dawn but it's a good movie of itself because the covenant and the master chief and all that doesn't really come into play until the last 20 30 minutes of the movie the first part is character development of the one of the characters that are in halo 4 i'm looking at this list and you know what honestly about half of these movies i have not seen but there are some that i i love and some that i cannot stand which ones do you love well the new super mario brothers i really enjoyed it it was fun that's what was awesome about it. it was fun and they actually put a lot of the different mario brothers games into it 
Uncharted was really good. I love the new Mortal Kombat. Probably one of my favorite ones they ever did. Yeah, and that's about it. <laughs> the rest of them... You didn't I, like Detective Pikachu? No, God, no. I hate Pokemon. All right, Archon, give us yours that you really love in this list. That I really love. Obviously, the Super Mario Brothers movie. Um, Prince of Persia. Uncharted. Yeah, okay, that's one I liked, yep. The Resident Evil franchise, there were some that I really liked, but some that I didn't. That's, it was very hit and miss, yeah. The first one was really good. Um, and then there was like one or two in the middle that were pretty good. Um, once they introduced Allie Larder's character, I really enjoyed a, a few of those movies with her. I'm a fan. Nah, Silent Hill, the the first one, I enjoyed. The second one was Crash. I won't see him. Um, I did like Detective Pikachu. Um, I... I, I I don't know if there's a movie out with Ryan Reynolds that I haven't enjoyed. I love <laughs> Ryan Reynolds. That man is great at everything he does. I gotta um, say, there was one scene in Doom that I actually really, really, really liked. Oh, that lasted for I all of two minutes. The whole movie. That lasted. The whole movie. Well, it was you're at near the about, end of the movie. You're talking about where it went into first person view? Yes, and, and it became Doom the game. Yeah. <laughs> for um, like two or three awful. minutes. That was awesome. The rest of it was total crap. That's about it. What about you, Rook? What you got, man? All right, so mine, of course, I like the new Super Mario Brothers. I loved the new Mortal Kombat movie. Um, Final Fantasy Advent Children is one of my favorite Final Fantasy stories of all time outside of Final Fantasy VII. Uh, Uncharted was a really good movie. I liked that one. Max Payne, I liked. Um, one we didn't talk about that I really liked, I'll mention last. Uh, Detective Pikachu, I actually really liked it. And me and Archon had to look this up to make sure it was actually based on a video game before we put it on the list. Yeah, yeah, it is. Well, yeah. we weren't sure. Okay, so we knew it was based off Pokemon, but this is not really Pokemon. It is. It's different. It's it it's is. not, but it's it's not. It's it's set in the Pokemon world, but it's a completely different story. But we actually looked it up. That doesn't and there matter. Was a, was a Detective Pikachu game. Yes, there was. That, that's that's what I was going to get. Was loosely based off of. We didn't. We weren't sure if the movie came out first or the game came out first, so we had to look that up. And it yeah. the, the game did come out first. My other ones I want to mention is I was actually okay with the Hitman movies. Um, I never saw them. They weren't horrible. They weren't great. They weren't good. They were in the middle. Warcraft. I kind of liked that movie. And then finally. The one nobody's brought up yet, Wing Commander. Mm, I yeah. like that movie. I because barely when remember you actually, it. When you look at the internals of the ship and the way they were operating, I like that movie because it looked like you're operating a ship in sp uh, uh, a carrier in space. The bridge wasn't this immaculate sci-fi bridge. It looked like it was a bridge on a carrier. So yeah. it was actually... I actually liked it because of the aesthetics. There were points of that game that I, that movie I liked. One that the, movie had nostalgia for me. I watched it a lot as a kid. And <laughs> did you I was guys always see the fan. Assassin's Creed movie? I did. It was terrible. I don't remember if I did. I think I did, and I think I didn't like it. I should have looked it up, because I think I saw it, too. But if I if I can't remember, it could not have been that good. Yeah, it wasn't It wasn't very good. <laughs> How about this one? Worst. Anytime I've ever thought of, you know, what is the worst movie adaptation I've ever seen of a video game? The image of John Claude Van Damme as Guile from Street oh, Fighter God, comes yes. to my head instantly, and I see Raul Julia, <laughs> may he rest in peace, standing there in the M. Bison outfit, and I'm just like, "Why did that ever happen?" Hey, Chun Li no. was hot though. 
Yeah, yeah. Again, well, that was in the 90s. Which one, though? Okay, so in that movie she was, but then also in the, the, the second movie they made, the, the Street Fighter Legend of Chun-Li that starred the girl from Smallville? No. She, Never mm. saw that one. Yeah. Because the, the first one scarred me so badly that I couldn't watch the other one. Talk about Smoke Show. Kristen Kruick. <laughs> another game that kind of um, <laughs> ruined me on, on another movie that ruined me on the video game itself, Double Dragon. Okay. Yeah. So bad. Come on, that was so freaking oh. terrible. If you it look was... at a lot of these movies, though, that we're naming, a lot of the movies that were really bad were made in the 90s. Yeah, <laughs> they were the 90s video game ones. <laughs> yeah, it, it, I think Doom was early 2000s, wasn't it? It was. Yeah. That was when The Rock was on his kick of making a lot of movies really fast. Yeah. So... Um, the horror movies, like on this game, I, I've seen the first two Resident Hills, or not Resident Evils, a little too gory for my taste. I can't do gore. I will never watch Silent Hill for that purpose. I just mm. can't do it. And a lot of these, like House of the Dead, I hate zombies. I think they're overdone, overplayed, and just not my thing. Well, okay, so House of the Dead is old, and it was back before there were 100 million zombie movies, and it was it was bad then. It was, it was, it was bad then, way bad. So bad. Yeah. Zombie, the zombie genre in video games and movies is just way overplayed. Yes, I'm so sick <laughs> and, of it. And another one that me and Rook agree on that Widget just he can't get on board with the Sonic the Hedgehog movies. Yes. <laughs> okay, so I get on board on the first one. It was okay. It wasn't bad. It was just okay. The second movie, oh my gosh, you could just throw it in a dumpster and set it on fire. That's all it would be for me. Oh man, Knuckles! No, so I they just, introduced Knuckles. I don't care. It was so after terrible. They re, after they did the remake of Sonic, from having that weird, goofy look with that weird smile oh, yeah. that haunts so my bad. memories. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, the fans were made sure that didn't happen. Yeah, they they made sure it was good when it came out, and and I I enjoyed them. They're they're not. I would definitely not put them at the top of the list, and I wouldn't no. put them at the bottom of the list. They'd be somewhere right around the middle. They'd be in the top twenty for me. Right? There's only like the second on the movie list. was so campy. And I, <laughs> don't get me wrong. So I, I really like the actor who played the bad guy in that movie, Jim Carrey. Jim Carrey is one of my favorite comedians of all time, but I I couldn't deal with him in that movie. Now. Oh. We did have this list broken down in good, bad, and somewhere in between, and we put Sonic the Hedgehog somewhere in between. Yeah, so it, it, it is. See, it, Warcraft it's a solid somewhere in between. You mentioned Warcraft briefly. See, here's the problem with Warcraft: they released it about ten years too late. Yeah, yes. they would have released it in the height of World of Warcraft. That movie would have been huge. It would have been hugely successful, and it would have been good. After that, yeah. no one gave a damn about it. I didn't. And I was a big World of Warcraft player back in the day, especially during the I, whole Wrath of Lich King thing. I was a huge, huge World of Warcraft player, and I'll be honest, I didn't see that movie until probably about six or seven years after it came That's out. That's how I met you, dude. So, <laughs> yeah. so let's be honest. We can't really say it didn't do that well, and it didn't come. It came out too late because it did hit the box office for $439.1 million. It didn't do what they were expecting. Yeah, it could have went way bigger, though. If they would have released it sooner, yes, it could have went way bigger. And a However, lot of World of Warcraft a, fans did not like it. A my... budget of $160, $160 million, uh, yeah, they made some money off of it. 
Not much. There's a, and now, not enough to make a sequel. Not enough. No, not enough demand. No, because with how much they were advertising, most of that budget afterwards was advertising. Um, but no, if you actually look at it, there's a reason why it's, what, 2023? And this movie was released in 2016, and there's a reason why it wasn't released. I liked it for what it was. I'm not a big Warcraft fan. I don't know the entire stories of Warcraft. So for me, so I went in there with a blank slate. With why I like Halo and you don't. Yeah. Yeah, see, it's kind of one of those things where if you mention a Warcraft movie, uh, even fans of World of Warcraft are like, there was a Warcraft movie? Yeah. I didn't even know there was a Monster Hunter movie. I didn't either until we you guys showed it put it on the list. I've never seen it. I never played the games, so I'm 100% you know, I, clueless. I did not know that this existed until I was like flipping through one of my streaming services and I happened to see it there and I was like, "Oh, I'm going to check this out." So I watched it. It was not terrible, but it was it, it's a it's a Mila Jovovich movie. Yeah. And it wasn't awful, but it it really wasn't good either. Um it's another one of those I'd probably put on the lower tier of the somewhere in between. Mm -hmm. But it wasn't it wasn't bad. Yeah, I just know that it's worth watching. Mila Jovovich was in it, and uh, that would give me a reason to watch it. <laughs> I mean, uh, isn't that the reason most people watch the Resident Evil franchise? Between her True. and Allie Larder? True. That's also probably the reason why people watch The Fifth Element. Oh. <laughs> Such a good movie. Uh, that's another show, though. That is an, a fantastic movie. I'm not. It's it's in my top in my top five sci-fi movies mm -hmm. of all time for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Tomb Raider with Angelina Jolie was back okay. when she was mm -hmm. making good movies. They were okay. Not a fan. I wasn't a huge fan. They were okay. Um, you could have literally labeled them anything other than I mean, you could label it anything else, and it would have still been the same movie. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really feel like it was a Tomb Raider movie to me, and I haven't seen the new one with that other girl in it. I haven't seen the new one either. Oh, I uh, did. It was very good. Was it? Yes. Oh. I completely forgot that, about that until just now. That, that one actually looked like more of a Tomb Raider movie to me than than the Angelina Jolie ones. It was more based on the on the modern Tomb Raider games. Yeah, the modern Tomb Raider I mean, games. <laughs> I, 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 me and a friend of mine up in Washington decided to call them the Lara Croft Death Simulator. Is yeah. <laughs> all the stuff she went through. Yeah, if, pretty if much. If we're being if we're being fair, the tomb the Angelina Jolie movies the only reason they called them Tomb Raider and 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 casted her as Laura Croft is her her two main assets that we all know what I'm talking about. I don't it even call those very, very much assetty. Well, in that time frame when they're making those movies, they were her best assets, and she fit the look of yeah. Laura Croft. She did. I'm she not going to deny that. Young energy. Young Angelina Jolie is the prototypical look I would picture for a live action Laura, Laura Croft. Croft. Yeah. yeah, the new girl though. The new girl looks exactly like I was. I would expect Laura Croft to look like though. So yeah. I gotta, I gotta roll back to the new Mortal Kombat real quick. Go for it. I'm, I am upset that didn't add one of the most popular characters out there, mocap guy. Mocap guy. <laughs> What? Okay, the, okay. the newer Mortal Kombat games have a character called the mocap guy. He is literally dressed in a mocap suit. No, see, they with... didn't have Noob Sabot in there, man. <laughs> yeah, Noob Noob Sabot's yeah. my favorite. 
Boone and Tobias. I knew both those guys. Uh, Sub-Zero is my favorite and always will be my favorite character. Scorpion, all the way. Side note. That's it, we got fight. <laughs> the Mortal Kombat, I believe it's 9, the one that was just called Mortal Kombat on PlayStation yeah. 3. On the PlayStation, at the time, on PlayStation Network, I was ranked number 4 in the world at that game. And it was PlayStation 4. It was PlayStation 3. I'm 100% positive it's PlayStation 3. Yeah, it's PlayStation 3. PlayStation 4 came out. Uh, Deadly Alliance, I think, came out on PlayStation 4. Yeah. That might have been PlayStation 3, too. But I was, yeah, I was ranked number four in the world, and I was I was quite good at that game. You would not want to play me if I was Scorpion, let's just put it that way. I was yeah, not um, Deadly Alliance, I believe, is the one where they added the big uh, combos that you could do by switching between fighting styles. I mastered Sub-Zeros, and nobody wanted to play me after that. I've played all the Mortal Kombat's and pretty much mastered them, except for the the spinoff ones. I never had any interest in any of the spinoff ones, and I have not played the new one yet. Yeah, so I haven't either. I kind of lost interest in fighting movies, long, fighting games a long time ago. Mortal Kombat Four, I won a tournament at Disneyland with, without losing a single match with, of all things, Raiden. But that was a different animal. I was good, never you know pro quality, but I was good. So new movies. There's yes, a couple upcoming of movies. upcoming movies. Both I'm actually extremely interested in, especially Borderlands. It's no secret I'm a huge Borderlands fan, and I've been following some of the production. The fact that they have um, Gina uh, Gershon as Mad Moxie, and she is a perfect look for that character. And she's probably arguably the one of the more popular or well-known Borderlands characters is Mad Moxie. The, the you know yeah. chest heavy out there all the time and exudes sexual flavor and stuff like that but I'm really curious about the story because I'm looking at the cast and the cast of characters that are putting in this movie and it doesn't exactly fit into either one or two or three so I don't know if they're doing a blend uh, of the stories it's gonna have to be based on the character list I almost feel like it's gonna have to be an animated movie of some sort come on Uh, Kevin Hart as Roland Ice Ice. you're gonna hate me for this but I did see their um, preview that they have on YouTube for this and it's a live action see the thing is like Kevin Hart is 5 foot 2 and Roland 6 foot 4 and huge yeah, that that doesn't work. And um, Jack Black obviously is going to be doing a voice because he's claptrap. And a hobbit is three to four feet tall, and Elijah Woods is a lot taller. So with I still, modern... I, everyone knows Kevin Hart. He's known for being a small guy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it doesn't work in my Kevin head. Hart look, but you can't make Kevin Hart big. Yeah, but even I, if I got, you tried to I, I CGI just, him as bigger, he'd still look like a small guy that they made bigger. I just don't know how they're going to do it, though. Like you're saying, I, it, it's doable. We'll have to wait and see. My two favorite characters in the Borderlands universe by far is Tiny Tina and um, Mr. Torque. Mr. Torque is probably my favorite, but he's not apparently in this movie from what I'm seeing. But they do have Tiny Tina in there, and I don't know who um, Ariana Greenblatt is. I've never seen her, never heard of her. She's a kid. I don't know how she's going to do with it, but we'll see. But they do have Craig the Psycho in there. And I know my son, I think he's already told me he doesn't want to watch the movie. He's afraid they're going to ruin it, which is a, a legitimate fear. Yeah. But it's Borderlands. I have to see it. As yeah. for the Minecraft movie, I haven't heard anything about it till today. Yeah. 
Me either. Yeah, I uh, was looking stuff up about that one. Uh, all we know is that it is released and announced, but it's announced, it was, but not released. It was put on. Yeah, it was put on hold for that strike that's going on right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they have it as a potential 2025 release date, but we'll have to see. See, what's funny is I, I was looking this up a little bit ago too. And Steve is the main Minecraft character. He's the character that you play. They call him Steve. And they have um, Pedro Pedro Pascal as playing Steve. And I look at his, his pictures and his IMDb. He's perfect. He fits that mm-hmm. Minecraft look. <laughs> yeah, man. He does. Pascal is he's awesome. I want to know what Jason Momoa is playing. <laughs> yeah. Like Matt Berry and Jason Momoa. Like, what the crap are they going to do? I don't know. Is this the whole premise of the game? Is you're alone in that world. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe they'll play like I got nothing. I have no idea. There's maybe Jason Momoa, Jason Momoa will be a wither or something. <laughs> He's the Ender Dragon. I was just thinking that too. He's gonna play the wither, coming around with three heads, screaming and throwing flaming skulls at you. The other guy, yeah, the other guy's the Ender Dragon. <laughs> I mean. I don't know. I don't know how they're gonna make a story out of it. I'm thinking this has to be animated, even though, except for when I see Pedro, he has that look to where it makes me believe it could be live action. It would be weird seeing a Minecraft movie live action, though, when you're so used to seeing it pixelated. It could be awesome. It could be freaky only, as hell too. They would have to CGI everything to make it blocky, though. Otherwise, <laughs> it's not Minecraft. Pedro Pascal would look a block face. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dude. Well, no, they could do that where, like, the character of, of Steve is not blocky and, and he would be okay. But if the world's blocky, then yes, that has to be... That that aesthetic has to be maintained. The problem with Pedro Pascal playing this character, though, is that the second he puts on his diamond armor, oh, suddenly he's the Mandalorian again. So, <laughs> I mean... He will never be known as a Mandalorian. Maybe yeah, if he puts on iron armor, but I want to say diamond. See, to me, to me, the first time I ever saw him in anything was in Game of Thrones. So I, I love his character in Game of Thrones. So it looks like the act, the director they're going with is Jared Hess from Nacho Libre and Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, no. No, and no, no, no. So it's the definitely ride, not going to be a serious movie. The no. person who wrote it is Allison Schroeder who is known for Hidden Figures and Frozen 2. Oh, boy. At least that's what this one oh, no. website said. That's not giving me much hope. So it's not but taking itself seriously things may Things may change because we have this SAG and SAFTA strike going on right now. That's I true. thought that was over by now. Nope. They're in the okay. final stages of negotiations as of an hour ago on one website I read. No, I, I, nothing against actors. Like I, I don't idolize them like a lot of people do. I can care less about them. But they already make way, 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 way more than anybody else in this world, and yet they're not being treated fairly or something? The people, the people I think, in that whole thing that deserve what they're fighting for with the strike are the writers. Mm, okay. Because I've seen a lot of stories where they get cut, they get some really small portion of the cost of the movies or the, the revenue from the movie. And they still make four or five times what I make a year. Some do, some don't. 
Well, you gotta remember, they're they're also fighting for the rights for those that are doing the TV series. Yeah, and those ones that make more. Not all of them. They can make a ton. Especially when you got Netflix and these other streaming companies creating one season and then cutting it. I mean, I, I I can see where they're coming from. I mean, think about it from your perspective, Widget. If they decided to make your book into a movie and they said, we're going to give you 2% of our revenue and everyone else gets the rest, you'd be a little ticked off. If I got 2% well, of the movie, my story. I'd be cool. Like, this is my story. Like, Well, oftentimes when it comes to... I, I know this from experience because I'm trying to get my, my book into a movie or TV show is that I would be cut into a royalty contract. Where it would be my, they would give me a lump sum, and it's usually between, depending on the author, two hundred fifty thousand to three or four million up front, and then a certain percentage off of revenue, include from the movie or TV show, but also including any um, merchandising after that as well. So oftentimes the author could make, and that's only if it's coming off of a book adaptation. If you're just a script writer, that that is different though, because you're usually employed by those studios to do that. Um, and I just looked it up, and yeah, so the TV, average TV writer, it was a lot less than I thought, so I'll give him that. The average is approximately $24 an hour. Yeah. Which is a lot less than, it's less than what I make. And some of those guys are up late writing screen scripts for the next episode and stuff, because some of these are filmed as they go. Not all of them are written and filmed way up in advance. But they do go as high as $40 an hour. According to ZipRecruiter. And that's still less than I'm making. That is still less than six figures. Netflix writer, writers do make more than I do. They average 100000 100, a year. But that's but, employed writers. Like authors yeah. like me, that's a different animal altogether. Yeah, but employed writers, because of the stress and the deadlines they're under all the time, I do think outside of movies, this is just TV series. Because of the deadlines they have and stuff, I think they should get paid more than I make a year. Well, according to Glassdoor, they make 91000 which is still very, very good. That's more than I make. Yeah, and there's other... I'm seeing multiple different reports. Some making up to 260000 show writers. Sometimes make $260,000 a year, which is a lot more than I make. But when you compare that to what the actors are making... I've always been a firm belief that actors... Again, or again, shouldn't make near as much as they do. No, they shouldn't. Really shouldn't. And I think it's insane, but I'm not going to get into that on this episode. That can, that's a yeah. whole different episode in itself right there. I mean, we still got time to talk about more stuff, but let's move on. <laughs> so, um, yeah. I want to see the... I, I really want to see a serious Minecraft movie and not one that turns into a joke. I am with well, you on that. If it's being made by the person who made uh, Napoleon Dynamite and Nacho Libre, then it's probably not going to be that serious. But you got to remember, Nacho, it, those were written as comedy. So it really depends upon how this is written. Right. But usually when you have a script that's written as a comedy, you hire a director that's known for making. Exactly. You don't comedy. do the opposite of that stuff. So if you're going to hire a, a director who's known for making comedies, most likely they're going to make this a comedy of some sort. Borderlands I, itself is a comedy, so I'm cool with them making it into a comedy. If they try to make that serious, I would have shunned it. But right. uh, Minecraft, the auth- the person writing the movie looks like she has more experience writing. The two things she's known for, one's animated. 
leads me to think this might be an animated movie. Seems possible. I mean, it would probably yeah. be easier. It to makes make more an sense. Animated Minecraft movie mm-hmm. than a. I think it would be awesome seeing a live action, just how they would do the skeletons, zombies, and all the different beasties of Minecraft. But yeah, a, re- a realistic uh, Minecraft. That's what it'd be. Jason Momoa is going to play an Enderman. <laughs> an Enderman is definitely animated. If you've ever seen the dumpster fire that is uh, Fast 10, you'd realize that he could play crazy pretty well. So. <laughs> yeah, that was a dumpster fire. <laughs> Every fast um, anything series. after anything after the first two or three is a dumpster fire. <laughs> yeah. Well, Fast yeah. Race 2 I didn't like. Uh, Tokyo Drift I really liked. 1 and 3 I really liked. But that was it. That was the end of it. In 4, when they started dragging safes through a town and just literally causing millions upon millions of dollars worth of damage, that's pretty much... And then getting away with it in the end? Yeah, that's not going to happen. It started getting a little far-fetched. They they went from being 10-second car racers, like street racers, who stole stuff in their off time to make a little extra cash, to being like pretty much superheroes who can do anything with a car. Anything that is physi- driving space, yeah, with a car. Physics doesn't exist to them in that movie. Fast right. and the Furious one through three, and with Tokyo Drift, um, I would consider more of a Need for Speed movie than Need for Speed. Yeah. That movie sucked. <laughs> and something yeah. there is one little piece of ner- uh, nerd news since it is like kind of on pace with what we've been talking about today, is that there is a Highlander reboot. Now, I know some people are going to be disappointed about that. Some are going to be excited about it. Well, I'm uh, excited just because of who they're going to be having play the Highlander. Who is it? Henry Cavill. One of my favorite, <laughs> favorite fantasy. I mean, dude, he is the Witcher. Like, he is Superman. Every role he plays, he is Sherlock Holmes. Like, every single role he plays, he knocks out of the park. So, he I'm, is the epitome of a nerd. <laughs> Yeah, and he's a super nerd, so he gets, like, so into his characters. And if he is going to be Highlander, if he signed on to play this project, you know he's going to do a dang good job. He's leaving The Witcher because of the differences on the interpretations of the character with the director. <laughs> yeah, because they don't. he didn't think they were following the, the story well exactly. enough. Exactly. Like, that is... Ugh. And the director of John Wick movies is going to be directing this, and I'm a huge yes. fan of John Wick. Now, if they put... The fact that Henry's uh, character, his dog dies in it, then he goes ape crazy on this and starts chopping <laughs> off heads, and I'm done with that movie. <laughs> now, I got a feeling it's going to be a high action movie because that's oh, yeah. what John Wick's famous for. Um, but Henry Cavill, if he's in the movie, it's probably because they're going to hold true to the established lore. Well, and I mean, Henry Cavill's already established. We've, we've already seen him doing choreographed sword fighting and you know it's good did you guys watch mm-hmm. the old highlander movies and tv shows oh yeah oh the old one with uh christopher lambert oh mm-hmm. yeah loved it with sean connery and his uh, i didn't Scott even i didn't even know about it because in, in until i was in high school and my best friend jeff in high school was a huge highlander fan so he made me watch oh, all so of them good. and i became a big fan of it after that too <laughs> it was really really oh, good gosh. The only issue I had with the entire movie series is having a Scotsman play a Spaniard. Really quick, this just came to my mind. I got to bring this up. Did either of you guys ever watch Xena the Warrior Princess? Yes. Of course. And um, 
Oh, I just Hercules, forgot. Hercules, 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 the legend. I loved Hercules. I didn't like Xena that much. I liked it, but not as much as Hercules. I was such a fan of that show. I actually like Kevin Sorbo. Yeah, Kevin was great. I follow him on TikTok, and his TikToks are funny. Doxer the mighty. <laughs> What God, do you I mean tried watching neat shows. and tidy. <laughs> of course, I watch those shows. I tried watching um, Hercules: Legend Continues, and um, I couldn't get past the episodes because the CGI is now so obviously horrible. Yeah. Well, you got to watch it knowing it's bad. It's like I went back just recently and started rewatching like the Buffy the Vampire Slayer series, and it's mm-hmm. oh, CGI is so bad, but it's still <laughs> such a good show. I didn't like it. Oh, yeah, I had a crush on Sarah Michelle Gellar back in you the day. You and about 150 million other guys at that time. <laughs> That's, I, I like that show and the spinoff Angel. That was a good one, too. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a, a fan a of anything thing. Anything Josh, Josh Whedon does, I'm a fan. Like He's made nothing but really good TV shows. So Josh yeah. is a great guy. He's definitely in, in, in nerd royalty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, guys, that's going to wrap up our show today. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to reach out to the show at any time with any question, comment, anything you want to talk about or have us talk about on the air, or if you'd like to hear a particular host, please email us in podcastsraw at gmail.com. All one word, P-O-D-C-A-S-T-S-R-A-W at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter, a.k.a. X, at podcastsraw. And anything else, guys, you want to mention about how they can talk, contact the show or any other details? Yeah, you can reach me if you want to talk to me directly or whatnot. You can hit me up on X at Rook213. I was getting that point. I'm talking about show in general. Like our Discord, one more time, discord.gg forward slash raw podcasts. And you can follow us individually as well, like Rook mentioned. You can follow <laughs> me on X. At the widget, T H E W I G I T, and you can follow me at the Archon six zero six. And don't forget about our other show, Starfield Raw. If you're interested in Starfield and video games, check it out on any major platform. Have a fantastic nerdy week, everybody. Stay nerdy, everybody. Have a good week.